0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Trash Pandas. I'm Lauren. And I'm
0: Lindsay.
1: And today we have a pretty good show for you guys. We have a couple things to talk about. Let's start off with our normal. Lindsay, what have you been watching this week?
0: i um, watching so much. Um, I've been binge watching the golden girls <laughs> it's on Hulu and I'm telling you it's like joke after joke after joke like it's if you haven't been watching the golden girls or binge watch the golden girls re-watch the golden girls <laughs> it's so good it's so good I used to watch it when I was younger and I really loved it oh my god it's so good and like just it's It's the writing is fantastic and um, especially Betty White her delivery is (laughs) so perfect like it's amazing so that has been one of the ones I've been binge watching Um, the other one that I've been um, or that I watched was um, the Natalie Wood documentary on HBO and um, it's produced by her daughter do- it's made by her daughter oh I didn't know um, that yeah it's made by her daughter and it's basically like what I would sum it up to is like if anybody remembers like the true Hollywood stories like that's really what it reminded me of like it's a really big um it's a really big look back into her entire career her childhood her personal life and all that but then it also touches on her death, which is to some like a big mystery or a big source of mystery. Um, didn't you watch like the Buzzfeed? Or I like- did. Well, I watched that um, that that show that you're talking about as well. But it came
1: out a couple of months ago, and that's like when I saw it. It was like on my suggested for you on Hulu, and. I really liked it, but I don't recall everything that happened, so you can kind of give the uh, rundown on all that. Yeah, so
0: basically, like, as far as her death goes, um, to her family, it's not a mystery. Like, her daughters truly believe that Robert Wagner and um, Christopher Walken, who was also on the boat the night that she disappeared, had nothing to do with her death. Um, And uh, they actually believe that she probably fell off the boat trying to secure the, the dinging that's on the side of the boat. Um, because it was always something that, um, bothered her. Like if she could hear the banging of the boat against the side while she was trying to sleep, she would always be like, Robert, go fix the boat. But he was asleep. And so she went out there to try to fix it, but she was inebriated and, she had like a sleeping pill in her system at the time and probably fell in at the time and ended up drowning but there's a lot of conspiracy theories about how she actually died and uh as far as it maybe possibly being a homicide right And that's what the BuzzFeed episode kind of like touches on and talks about. Yeah, they talk
1: about a couple of different theories, which, you know, in from what I recall from the actual show that you're talking about, um, they didn't really do multiple theories. It was kind of just like, this is what we think happened. And the BuzzFeed one that I watched was kind of like, we're going to tell you all of the theories. And like one of them was like aliens. And one of them was, (laughs) you know I mean? It's just like all these different things. Craziness. Right. And um, I thought that was really, really interesting, though, that um, they had said that when they found the dinghy, that the oars were locked. So she wasn't actually on it and going anywhere.
0: Right. But that kind of goes to her family's theory was like she wasn't trying to go anywhere. She was just trying to secure the boat against the side. So it wasn't banging up against the side of the boat at night because that's right. what like kept her awake. Um, and they interview Robert Wagner, um, her husband at the time and her daughter is the one interviewing him and her daughter has, and has made it like abundantly clear that like they do not believe that there was any like maliciousness in her death they or think that it was, was like an accident. yeah it was totally an accident what happened to her but there was like the weird thing is is that like she had vocalized uh, that a big fear of her hers was dark water and she had even gotten um like a psychic reading or something like when she was younger yeah like warning her of dark water when she was younger and I think a lot of people just like took that and like ran with it but her daughter makes a really good point in this interview that's on HBO and is like who likes dark water yeah, like nobody nobody is gonna go out and voluntarily swim right. in the ocean at night like in the middle of right. whatever like yeah you know so her daughter makes like super valid points about all of this so I don't know at the end of it I was like I believe
1: it was an accident yeah I mean I know that there's a whole bunch of theories about Christopher Walken
0: Oh yeah. And, and, and like I, mean, I don't think that's true at all. From what I like, saw. Like, as, like, I don't think that's what Yeah. I mean. As far as from what I saw and like in this interview, they interview or in this documentary they interview like all of her closest friends and they were all like, there was no love triangle. Like she had not mentioned anything. Like this was all just blown out of proportion by tabloids, basically to sell more to sell more tabloids, you know, and to sell the story and to to take advantage of this tragic accident that has happened, but that continually hurts the family. And so that's when it's like, God, tabloids are such shitty, like, because there's humans there at the end of the day that are being hurt by this and this nonsense that you continue to Meanwhile, you. we watch fucking 90 Day Fiance, right? <laughs> which is basically
1: just one giant, but <laughs> you signed up for this, right? Like, <laughs> I can make fun of you if right. you're actually on TV, right? <laughs> and right. allowing people to see you with like no neck, or like right. whatever the case might be, or a shitty name for your daughter, or like whatever. <laughs> so, <Shit. laughs> um, okay, so I started watching a couple of different things. I started watching a show that was suggested. Yeah, my Amazon Prime called Autopsy. It was about celebrity autopsies. It's Autopsy the Last Hours of or the Last Days of. And the very first one is Michael Jackson. And... One thing that I learned that I didn't know and okay, maybe I'm just like super behind the times or something. But when they did his autopsy, they found out that he had been wearing a wig from like 1984 on a wig, a wig. wig. Yeah. Like a full on wig. Like they said, yeah, they said that like, he had like sparse, like sparse little like hairs around like the, the back and like around the sides, but everything else was just a wig. I had no clue. I had no clue. So, um, but they did a couple of really, really, uh, big people. It's all celebrities. So they did like river Phoenix and I don't know if anyone remembers that, but he like basically yeah, yeah, yeah. was outside of a nightclub and started convulsing. Yeah. Um, they did Marilyn Monroe and all the theories of her death. And then they also did like Brittany Murphy. You want to know
0: something super interesting? Yeah. So, on my grandma's side her uncle Bill worked for the LAPD and was a detective at mm-hmm. the time of Marilyn Monroe's death. He actually worked her death. That's fucking Isn't wild. that wild? Like, I want to interview him. Yeah, like, please, I, like for real. Bring I him this? on. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, so was he there for, like, Black Dahlia? And they were like, well, and we were trying to figure out the timeline of when he worked for the LAPD and, right. like, when all of that happened. And so, like, I'm like, I think that he actually would have just been starting as an officer at the time of like the Black Dahlia. Right. That's amazing. Which is like that's so, so cool. crazy.
1: I would like love to get more into like things like that. If you guys have any um, like true crime, stuff We true love crime. true crime. We I will totally watch crime. it and we'll comment on
0: it Yeah, so. I told Lauren like I just started watching. Lauren was like, "You got to watch the R. Kelly. Oh my god, documentary yes. and." Um, so I started watching it, and I just got like super sad. And I was like, I got to take a break from this because I didn't realize the amount of abuse that he had suffered as a child. And I'm not like at all saying like it's okay not justifying or justifying it at it it all. But but it's it was super. Um, you know, it's hard to hear like you know, he's a monster. He turned into a monster, but then hearing like, okay, this is how he became a monster. Right. But then there was also this, um, psychologist on it. And she was like, you know, a lot of, a lot of kids have been abused and a lot of kids have gone through shit and they don't end up becoming that. And I was like, true fair enough like I completely understand it but there is like this cycle of abuse that ends up happening and it's sad to know that like that's where it began yeah you know and and that's the thing about the R. Kelly documentary which I think that
1: we might actually be able to dedicate an episode to that maybe in the future we'll we'll talk we'll watch it we'll talk about it maybe but um you know, I think that a lot of people didn't realize like how much was actually happening in these cases. Yeah. And it's really, you know, it, the same thing with Michael Jackson and everything, oh, where it's God. like so many people love him so much that it doesn't matter right. how much actual, you know, evidence that they have against him. They're just going to be like, it doesn't matter. He's still
0: like a piece of history or a piece of art. Right. You know? And so there, I get it, but there are people that vehemently like, Root for Michael Jackson and R. Kelly, and it's just like, dude, at the end of the day, they're monsters. They're right. monsters. And like, I was telling her, she has not watched it yet, but the HBO documentary on Michael Jackson, yeah, that was just released this past year, was so hard to watch and it was brutal. And, um, but there were things that you heard that because I feel like a lot of people judge the victim's parents, like. Who would let their child hang out with a grown up man, you know, and then but once you hear how he how Michael Jackson, like groomed the entire family, like he knew what he was doing. He was manipulating all of them. And so then once you hear from them, like how he went through and like manipulated the parents and all of them, like, then you're like, oh, now I can kind of see how this ended up happening you use you kind of understand like you kind of reserve some judgment then at the end of it you're like okay so it's not just like it's not just cut and dry like he used his power he he used his stardom he used all of that and was able to manipulate them take them on vacations take them to Disney World take them to all this and like I'm not saying like Or even just to Neverland. Right. You know, Neverland ranch, like he has all these. And what you have. And also you have to understand that like, at the time this was happening with his victim, he was at the height of his career. So of course they're thinking like, there's nothing wrong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's Michael Jackson. Like he is the biggest pop star in the world. Like, of course, nothing, nothing sketchy is happening. Right. And so you kind of like understand like the parents thought process, like through it all. Um, and, and then you hear directly from the victims themselves and it's super powerful because they talk about how much it has like impacted their lives and like what they had to go through to like overcome the trauma of like being sexually assaulted by Michael Jackson. And it's, it's, it's a wild, wild, wild thing. And like trigger warning, like if you've been through sexual assault, like, probably don't watch it, you might not want to watch it because it's rough. It's very detailed and it's very vivid and you hear a lot of things that you cannot unhear. But at the same time, like for me, like somebody who was a fan of Michael Jackson, it was like, mind-boggling it was mind-boggling it truly was and it puts you in that weird spot where you're like do I still listen to his music and enjoy him as an artist or do I shun all of it and you know what i mean? like it puts you in that weird spot where it's like how do you hate man in the mirror how do you hate thriller how do you hate Bad. bad how do you hate any of his like I mean his music was genius and it's so it's it puts you as a fan in, like, this, like, this predicament where it's, like, I don't want to support that. Yeah. But at the same time, how do I deny, like, the genius that was
1: that? It's, like, I don't want to support R. Kelly, but R. Kelly has a lot of, like, these hits that I'm, I'm actually, or I was a really big fan of him um, for a long time. And, like, I actually memorized all 33 chapters of Trapped in the Closet, and I would sing it to my (laughs) friends. And I have it on DVD and I think it's so funny and so clever. And, you know, right. I'm also a fan of um, the Isley Brothers and Ron Isley had done um, a bunch of songs with um, R. Kelly that started the whole hip hop era thing, you know, like right. he was basically doing the exact same thing that Isley was doing right. as well. So, you know, but after you find something like that about, about somebody. You, and just you, she, you just ditch the art. Are you just like, you know, or. A lot of places are like, we won't play his right, music. Right, and right, right, to me, I'm like, by all means, don't, don't play it. I totally Personal understand. Choice, yeah, yeah I understand. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, that's part of, As like, a musical fan, history. Like, we, like Michael you, Jackson, right. it's
0: musical history.
1: Right. And, and how do you just kind of ignore that? Yeah, and
0: I think we talked about, like, Chris Brown, too. Like Chris Brown, same thing. His like, domestic like, violence issues. But he, he turns out, like, hit after hit. And it's like, what we actually need is like people in the music industry understanding what's happening at the time it's happening and real and cutting them off right immediately regardless
1: of how regardless of how
0: talented they are you know so yeah I mean
1: and I think that another interesting thing when you and I were talking about it her and I had a conversation about the whole Michael Jackson thing she's funny to watch it and I was asking about like Macaulay Culkin
0: oh yeah and
1: you know like he was somebody who's also very famous and he was very going away and and he was very close to Michael and he still Mm -hmm. says to this day that That he was was never abused Mm -hmm. but it makes sense to me because it's like if you do it to every single one then somebody is going to like if there's somebody saying that never happened to me and I was there all the
0: time and all this stuff then it discredits the the victim. rest of the people that right. are having that issue. And I think also like when you're talking about Macaulay Culkin you talked about this a little bit. Like Macaulay what Culkin, at the time he was hanging out with Michael was like at the height of his stardom. And so Michael probably wasn't able to manipulate all the people around him. Right. Because he probably had a manager that was like, no, you need to be on this set. You need to be doing Being this thing. Else. And you you know what I mean? So he wasn't able to like fully manipulate the situation. Whereas like these kids that he did, their families were like blue collar workers, everyday sort of people where they were like devoting their lives to like their kid's career in dancing or like whatever it was. And so he knew who to groom. He knew who was vulnerable and who was not. And that's a classic sign of a pedophile. I mean, knowing they're they're manipulate, they're master manipulators, right. and so he knew like this kid's not gonna be a victim, but at the same time, I'm drawn to children, and that was like his thing. Whatever, dude, no, what all are. I can say is, um, it's a very interesting watch, and I would highly suggest watching it. Um, but again, trigger warning because it goes deep into and vividly describes the sexual assaults. Um so total pivot 90 day <laughs> 90 day. Um so all right
1: I have some things to say about that. Um I hope you do. I do. I hope you do because <laughs> yeah, that's like the entire that's, point I think that's what we're here for. That's the entire thing. It's to talk trap. Um I want to start mm. with uh Jenny and Samit yes, because please. I love them and her coming she came to India finally she actually makes it there. And the entire thing, like she shows up and they do, you know, like the um like the welcoming ceremony. I loved it. And, and they bring in, you know, a cow and she's like freaking out because there's a cow inside of her house and all that stuff. But it was super sweet.
0: I loved it. Like so submit like range, like this whole like um traditional Indian like housewarming, like where like I feel like we do this. Like Native American culture is like you sage the house, right? And like you, you get, bless the house, right? Make sure everything is like right welcoming
1: for a new. Couple. You get rid
0: of like bad energy. You bring in positive energy, and that's basically what he had like set up for their their new house in India. And um, it was hilarious. Like they had <laughs> they had Jenny walk in with like a flower pot on her head and her <laughs> face. She's like. she's like just terrified and then there's a there's a cow outside shitting and she's like oh that cow just took a shit and then she go they go in and (laughs) they start a fire like in the family room like in like it reminds me of like a smudging bowl that you have like if you're into witch witchcraft or anything like it looks like a big smudge bowl and they're they're starting like a fire in there and it's just like it's a very traditional like Indian ceremony whatever and she's like, there's a fire in my house. And now you're bringing yeah, there's a, a cow, cow in my house. house. And they start bringing the cow in. And she's like, I don't want the cow in here. And some is like, no, it's good. Like, it gets rid of debt. It brings profit to our family. Like, it's... I just love that they were throwing like spices at At the the cow cow. (laughs) and I was like oh my
1: god they're seasoning it like (laughs) they're seasoning they're (laughs) making sure that cow is gonna be delicious that cow was a fucking beautiful cow it wasn't really attractive cow. it was
0: an attractive it was like pure, pure water, water yeah. and, and it had world. like the beautiful flowers <laughs> all around its neck it and really cool. you know in india like how they're sacred exactly. and so it was like it was cool and i was like this is awesome like he is bringing his culture to her and, and we know
1: from the past season that they've had issues so yeah i felt like him doing this time was kind of like him being like you're coming into this knowing that I am 100% honest I'm 100% with you right and I just I love them so much I want them to work out so so badly yeah and I really believe that they will um
0: so yeah no I thought it was super sweet like it's like I'm welcoming you into my culture and I'm showing you how like serious I am about you being here and I want to blast the house that we're in I thought it was super sweet like yeah. I don't know if if I was moving to India I would hope my Indian boyfriend would be doing the same thing same like I, I liked it they didn't really have like much
1: go on with them it was basically her just showing up yeah and and I'm going through
0: this like housewarming um thing. the
1: one thing that maybe was like the ooh that's a problem is like they reiterated in the very beginning of the episode that she still hasn't seen the the divorce papers. But I believe that he's divorced. Like, I believe he's getting divorced. also,
0: though, maybe he's not going to get those divorce papers until he is fully paid paid, the family. And we know that he has not fully paid the family. In fact, that's why he bought a house that was so far outside of the city. Because as soon as she arrives in India... They have, like, a super long drive outside of the city to get to the house that he bought. And he basically was like, yeah, I had to buy this house because I can't afford anything within the city. And so we're going to be kind of, like, in this shadier area. And he warns her, like,
1: can't like go out at night. you can't go
0: out at night. Like, we used to have a security guard to our apartment. We don't have that anymore. Like, all right, we have our gates and, like. We have to be a lot more on alert because this area is not a good area, but this is all I could afford because I'm still paying off the debt to yes. get divorced. So maybe that's why. And, and to me, that makes sense. Like, of course, you're not going to have a document saying that you're divorced until you have paid off those debts. So to me, that made sense. I don't know. Exactly. I, don't, I don't think he's full of shit. I, I don't w- think he's full of shit either. I, I want think he's totally genuine. Okay? I want to completely believe in him. And like, and it seems like he is totally like into her and, and vice versa. Like they gave up, ev- they literally gave up everything to be together. Yeah. And so I love that. And I just, I love them. I love them. I love them too. Jenny is like just hilarious and so is he I like, think I that just they just them. like
1: genuinely love each other and I think that's what yeah. draws me to them so much is that like yeah. they're actually just being like good fucking people right. and not trying to and like you know we know from past seasons that he right. or the past season right. that he wasn't completely honest to begin with and he was hiding a lot of things from her but everything that he was hiding from her I felt like was it was like cultural. Well, it was like cultural, but it was also just the fact that it was like he was trying to be like he I want to be with you so right. badly. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to do that, including lying to my family. Right. And you know, it ended up like <sighs> that's my pug. <laughs> um it ended up being like, you know, it backfired on him. But I think which like, we knew was gonna happen. But in what we heard from like the previous
0: um, episode was that like he had all these cultural pressures like as far as taking care of his parents as far as being in an arranged marriage and now he's like saying like fuck it I just want to be happy and I'm gonna do what I want to do and what I want to and who I want to be with is Jenny and right. like fuck everything else like I'm done
1: it was kind of cool that like his friends and stuff were being really supportive about yeah. it, and so I felt like it's it's way better situation than it used to be, and yeah. I'm I'm really rooting for them. I am so too. If for sure. any reason Jenny and Submit you ever see this, I highly doubt it. But if you do, love you. we love you so much. Um, who do you want to go to
0: next? Okay, so let's talk about Armando and Kenneth. Okay, um, we don't really see Kenneth at all. As at all as, no. as, as we don't see Kenneth at all. But oh my god, the scene with Armando. Cheers. Oh my god. Come, he comes back out to his parents because he, he's already came out once, but remember he said he felt like he was shoved back in the closet. And so he sits down with dinner with his parents and tells them like, I'm gay. And I hope you can accept me for who I am. And it is so emotional. And, and his parents are crying. And, and he says, like, he says something that really struck a chord with me. He's like, I think I may have confused you because I got married to a woman first. Right. Um, But that's not who I am. And I didn't mean to confuse you, but I did it so that our small village wouldn't talk about me and they wouldn't talk about you. Like I tried to do it to like protect protect you you. basically. And it's just so heart wrenching and beautiful and at the end of it his mother gets up and gives him a hug and is like you've always you will always be my son and I love you no matter what and his dad holds his hand. Like the sad and
1: for dad me. is
0: crying. He said
1: to his mom, he said like it's it like the worst feeling is thinking that my that you guys don't love me anymore. Right. And she says how could you possibly think I don't love you? I'm your mother. Right. And like, that was just like so yeah. emotional for me. I was like, God, like obviously his family loves him so much. Oh my God, and so obviously much. he yeah. just wants to do what's right for them, but he needs to like move on with his life and, and live his truth. And I think yeah. that's so amazing that he's yeah. actually doing that. And that his family was super supportive. I was scared. I'm oh not going to lie. Yeah. I was really because scared.
0: after Because he told us, he told the cameras like, you know, the first time I told him, it was a shit show. Like, it was not good. And the other thing, too, is that he even
1: mentions, like, part of the the real reason why he's moving four hours away is because he doesn't want anybody to talk crap about his family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess they live in, like,
0: a really small town where everyone, like, it reminds me of, like, a situation where, like, you're in a small town in America and everyone knows each other's business. Right. And that's basically what he was saying. It's like the same thing, like, in Mex- like everybody knows each other's business here. So we want to go and move to a slightly bigger town where we can tr- truly live authentically ha- who we are and be who we are and be out in the open. And that is so, it's just beautiful and so understandable and then but his dad when he holds his hand and he's like I accept you like you're my son and and his dad is crying and I was like (laughs) I know that was like but then but then he says I'm moving with Kenneth four hours away I'm bringing his daughter with me and then he was like I hope I can come back and visit if I'm allowed but I'm only gonna come back if you guys if I can come with Kenneth. Like, because if you don't accept him, then you don't fully accept me. And I totally get that. And his mom was like, yes, I speak for myself. I accept you. And then the dad was like, I need time to process this. Yeah. Which is like. It's acceptable though, because I mean, look at their culture versus ours. No, I totally get it. And and like Armando kept saying like, Mexican, Armando's words, not mine, kept saying like, Mexican culture is more like macho culture and they're not so accepting and whatever. And so like, I get, I get his dad, like maybe needing some time to like, kind of like process that he is in like a full blown relationship, you know? So, um, I'm so excited to see where their story goes. Like out of like any couple, I think like I'm the most excited about them. Cause I just love them so much. I know. I feel like,
1: um, Jenny and Samit and Armando and Kenny are like the two Your couples top. that I'm like, yeah, for sure. You're going to stay together. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I, mm-hmm. I, I doubt we're going to have any problems from them. You know, yeah. they got like their issues out of the way really quickly where yeah. like in past seasons it's like halfway through they're like but right. i have this secret to tell right, you right it's right it's like
0: oh okay right like immediately we see kind of telling so his kids that armando's younger and right. immediately we see armando telling his parents like, i'm basically just waiting for the next shoe to drop
1: because it's like if they I do know. have something else yeah. they've been keeping it a secret really well you know yeah. they haven't like, even alluded to it in the yeah. episodes that there's something else that has to happen. Yeah. So, there's gotta be something else. I'm sure there is, but uh, especially since it's, like, you know, we yeah. have whole, what, 12 not? more fucking episodes. They're so
0: cute. And in the preview for next week, all it is looks like is, like, kind of, like, saying goodbye to his grandson and his and his kids, and it, and it looks, like, and super sad. they start dead. coming over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, we'll see. I don't know. I love that. I'm rooting for them, like, big time like i mm-hmm. love them i agree all right <sighs> jihoon and Devin okay same thing i always say i
1: love jihoon i love jihoon. okay
0: <laughs> so like one of the things <laughs> that <so> ret- <laughs> <laughs> so, i want to say he's stupid he's not Stupid. He's just lazy.
1: I think like one of my favorite parts of this episode was like they show a picture of him. They're like, "Hello, oh, and they <laughs> show a picture of him, and he's like licking a lollipop or something. I was like, "That's the fucking picture you chose." Ji- that's the one Ji-hun looking like a three-year-old. <laughs> Perfect. We're like, it was super
0: funny too. Like, TLC did this thing where it was like Jihoon, South Korean, and Jihoon like. Standing in a street in South Korea, and he goes. He like, has to be like. He goes like this own. with his hair, <laughs> and like fluffs it back, and I'm like, "Okay, K-pop." Like he has to be cho- Like he's they have got to let them choose. He's the got way. like the total K, like the total K-pop guy, like that, like shaggy hair, and he's super cute and boyish, and like I totally get the appeal. Like he's adorable. He's charming. Exactly. He's. He, he is who he is. So so Devin is, is
1: heading over to Korea to be with him again for the second time because in the first season she goes there and then, and leave. then leaves because he is making him her stay at his parents' house, which mm-hmm. is like she's not ready to do that. And she also
0: has her, her one well, daughter I think, and then her son with him. I think also like the main problem with that was like they were staying in like a one bedroom apartment. And Jihoon was just, like, had no ambition to, like, go out and get a job or, like, anything or, like, even try to be, like, okay, I'm going to take care of our family. And I think that was her big issue was, like, okay, I have two kids. This is not my home country. I don't speak Korean. And you need to take care of us. Like, if you want us to be a family unit all together, like you need to do something well from what I and i'm not living with your parents
1: from what i understand Right. Yeah. That's what like, she said. Okay. You're like coming over there. and This dude doesn't even have a job. He still doesn't have a job. He's thinking of like part-time work delivering. <laughs> right, and yeah. it's like, okay. So he's like talking to his friends and they're like, Oh, what's going on? And he's like, Oh yeah. So, uh, tomorrow Devin's going to be here with my mother-in-law. She got a house for one month. And I told her that I was making considerably more than I actually am. And then I have a house lined up.
0: Well, what's so funny is like first, like before she even leaves to go to Korea, they're talking over like FaceTime or whatever. And and she's like, okay, so what's your job? And he's like, tile. Tile. And then. <laughs> Just tile. Tile. And then she's like, so how much are you making? He's like, three to four thousand a month. And she's like, you don't know exactly how much you're making. And then suspicious me- as all hell. Yes. Cancel your tickets. So
1: Cancel suspicious. your tickets. Don't it's go, so, Devin.
0: So suspicious. And then he's like, well, I have a side job delivering. And mm-hmm. then she's like, okay, so how much do you make a month? And he's like, six to seven thousand. And it's like Dude, you should know your income. You should know you should be budgeting. He ends up saying that it's like, okay, if I work mornings, yes.
1: afternoons, and overnights, I should be able to afford this place. And it's so like so when 24 you- hours and a day. he says he can't take any days off. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so basically this is gonna be a huge flop. I can't wait to see that shit show. I really like them as like a couple. Oh, I'm my not God. huge yeah. on Devin by herself. I no. like G by herself, G-Han but as a couple, but... I think. That they're, like, they're, it's trouble. Right. It's and they're already married. City. They're it's already married, They're husband and wife. But it's, like,
0: you just know that they are going to be the the shit show. And what's so funny too, is like when he's like telling us, they're at like this amazing looking Korean barbecue place, like I want to go. I literally was salivating. Oh my god, they're like roasting their own meat and then they have like all these amazing fixings on the side. I'm like, I need to go there immediately.
1: I want that kimchi. Right. Right the fuck now.
0: Right. Right. But anyways, he's like talking to his friends and he tells his friends, this is so funny, like, yeah, she's coming here and she she actually was the one that rented the apartment for the month. And his friends goes, his friend goes, she's amazing.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, right, like Jihoon, wake up, see what, what are you see doing? what you have in
0: front of you. Like you have a woman who is taking care of her kids. She's doing the right thing. Like, wake up, get with it. But then his friends in the side interview, when they're like, I've known Jihoon for fifteen to twenty years and I can't imagine him having two jobs. Like having they were job like at laughing. All at this point. and then they were like, he makes he makes Korean men look bad. Yeah, you said and, that we're embarrassed. Yeah, we're and I embarrassed was like, oh my God he makes poor poor Korean <laughs> men look bad. And I was just like, dude, like when your friends are like not backing up and they're even like, dude's a fuck up. Like <laughs> like that's some shit.
1: Like that's some shit. They're straight up like just straight dunking on you dude. They are. <laughs> like they're like straight up like He's not
0: gonna do shit. He's not gonna like, do anything. They're like this is her second time around. Like it should never even come She's to, going like, to leave again and around. they're not
1: gonna end up staying together. I, although
0: I think that they will either way. Well we know that they're going to though because the the opener is her in Korea while the COVID the, uh, exactly. the virus so is here. and she currently. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like seven months prior and it's Devin wearing a face mask and she's filming out into like a South Korean street and streets are just empty and she's like COVID is hit here real hard. And so we know she at least stays there for seven months. And she's probably obviously still And she's still, still really stuck there. Right right with the baby and kids you can't travel you can't do shit right now like yeah so we know she's still there according to tlc so i don't know but to look up some stuff and do some that spoiler alert so hilarious so <laughs> when his friends were just like dudes he won't have two jobs like are you kidding me and it's so funny because you know like you've had interactions with friends before where you're like, Mother. Oh
1: okay well yeah oh yeah okay dude like see you at that yeah, job you yeah, have yeah. I'm gonna come check on you right? like dude is not <laughs> fucking G-Hun,
0: dude so he, funny he
1: basically just says like straight up he's like yeah I keep thinking about it and I just think I'm fucked
0: yeah like... and then wait, he's like the more I talk to you guys the more stressed I get I'm like literally your baby mama's on a plane on the way to South Korea as you're having dinner with your boys and you're now just stressing about it. Yeah like, you're, you're just, just
1: now what, thinking about you're how you're just to get now
0: thinking about like, <laughs> how stressed you should be like who are you like I don't even understand. And like, I have no idea. Like, did his parents like baby him too much? Like, I don't know. Is I, he an only child? Even I think like, he is, I think he is I think too. He is I feel
1: like maybe that's exactly what happened. They were just basically like, "We'll take care of you forever, Jihoon." I don't
0: know, no, because I just feel like I don't know. Maybe I'm totally stereotyping here, but like, I always feel like, um, like, South Korean parents are like. You get a job and you make money and you, you do what you need to do, exactly like they push you, you know what I mean? Like, they're not coddling you, as far as I know about the South Korean culture. I could be, completely but what's wrong. happening with Ji Right. Because, hey, right, what happened with you ruining our right. family name? But that's why then. I think his friends were like, we're embarrassed, like, to even be friends with him because they know, like, this is not the cultural norm, like, right, this is not what. This is not what most South Korean men are doing. Like <laughs> this is this is exactly. this is beyond. So I don't know if you are from South Korea. Let us know if this is normal. <laughs> Just tell us if you are. Right. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Just tell us. Right. Just tell us if you're from South Korea. And come talk to us we would love to talk about Ji and know if like what he is, is. This normal. Is this normal? Is <laughs> yeah. he normal? Is doing things is he like normal? The way the thing to Can he work, Tile? Yeah. I don't know. So Okay, so Yazan and Brittany. Oh wait, no, let's do Ariella and BB first. Okay, that's really quick. Oh yeah, so, super quick. Okay. But basically nothing. Basically,
1: basically nothing.
0: nothing. Basically she's saying goodbye to her parents and her dad's sad and her mom gives her some guilt and she starts crying in the car and is like I'm gonna miss my family. It's different. Right. It's different because I'm not gonna have my family just like, me. I love him. And and like, I
1: care about him, but it's not like having my entire family there. The so. thing
0: that pisses me off about her is like, dude, duh. Like you knew this. Like this is the choice that you're making. Like I do not feel sorry for you. Like I think my big issue with them, which we actually haven't
1: really seen BB at all. Um, yeah, we'll see him next. Yeah, we're gonna see him next. Next episode. But my big issue is that her mom is basically, her mom's a nurse, has been a nurse for over 30 years. um, And she's going to Ethiopia to have her baby, right? And her mom is coming with her and she's like, Did you bring the epidural kit? And it's like, um, oh. you can't just do epidurals on people. Like on that's not like, yeah, right. that, like you, you have need, to be certified. Right, for you that. have to be, like be able to administer. You're that. literally like, putting something into someone's spine, yeah. and you just think that your nurse mom, can right, just go It's just in, gonna like, like enter it. Like let me just bring my epidural. Her, what I loved us. about <laughs> her mom
0: was like she <laughs> had like a squeezy bottle. Oh my god! Like, like a, she was like like a douche. Like, do you know what this is? And she was like, her." after you give birth, you fill this with some hot soapy water and you squeeze it in there to protect, prevent infection. And I was just like, is that what they do? I don't know. Neither of us have
1: kids. Obviously. Yeah. So Sorry.
0: I'm like, I don't know. Is that normal? Like, is that a thing? I don't know. Um, but the other thing about that, that was interesting was that, um, when she was saying goodbye to her parents, we we found out that Bibi has a baby who's two years old. Yeah, where did that come from? I know. That was just dropped on us. Like, she, he's two years, or his baby, we don't know if it's male or female, but they, B.B., they BB, call yeah. him, B.B. had a child with an American woman, and has no contact with the child anymore. Like the child now lives in America and BB has no like parental rights or anything anymore. So um, her family was like super skeptical about that and was like, well, he already has a child. And like, does this worry you at all? But her family seems super supportive. They do seem really supportive. Like, and I, I think, I think like, that's really awesome. Yeah, no, that is really awesome. Because like, I mean, while I They're not that, judging a book by its cover and they're saying, like, okay, well, like, whatever, we're going to support our daughter no matter what. But to me, those are red flags. Where if I was the sister, I would be like, right, no. Like, no. Like if I was trying to
1: like move out of the country, I think that my family would be supportive, but I also think that they would be very concerned about yeah. why I'm going and where I'm going
0: and how you know Well, how it's going and to especially be. like, I don't know, like just knowing from what we heard in previous episodes about what the medical uh field or the like the the state of uh, hospitals and things like that are in Ethiopia would worry me where it's like they don't always have access to blood. And what if you do bleed out? And what if you, it is you know, concerning yeah, like yeah, like that stuff is super concerning. Those like, are all things that could happen. Yeah. While giving yeah. Birth. And you don't know what's going to happen. Like any of that could happen. Like, of course, you wish for the best, but like, right. And everyone's birthing story is completely
1: different. Right. And coming from a family like, obviously you're aware, but like my sister, is a lactation consultant and we have nurses in our family. My mom is a midwife and doula. right? And you know, these are all things that we, you know, I've heard about. We hear about happening here in America. I've never ever had a child in my life, but I've got a lot of nieces and nephews. And I will tell you right now that Right, They all had different ways that they came into this world. And then also we've had some complications right. in my family. And right. I can't imagine going through what some of my family members have gone through in a right. different
0: country, especially right. in like an, a not as
1: developed country. And
0: her mom's only going to be there. So her mom's traveling with her to Ethiopia and her mom's only going to be there for two weeks. What if she doesn't have that baby within two weeks amount of right. time? What happens then? And then you're all alone in a foreign country. With your significant other, you've only spent X amount of days with and like the medical system is not that great. Like, I don't know. I just. We're not experts, but we can. I'm not an expert, but I would not be about it. I would not like that just scares me. I just. I don't know I feel like when you're pregnant you're all about like keeping that baby like alive and, as well, safe, as and as yeah. safe as possible and you know and it's
1: not even just about like I mean about the mother that's giving birth but that baby too there's so many complications right. that can happen during yeah. the birthing process yeah. where it's like I, I would be scared shitless to you're not sure. have my sister in the shitless. room with me oh my god
0: have, like, your mom and at my least mom, outdoors or yeah, like somebody like other people to support you like she's giving up her whole support system, basically and if she doesn't have that baby within two weeks her mom's gone too like you're it's just gonna be you and baby and it's like i don't know maybe some women are okay with that but and that's gonna be, be like, so
1: hard on her family
0: to be like oh she's gonna be giving birth to like our first you know baby,
1: like niece or nephew yeah. and then you can't even be there to to even like greet this
0: baby I know. You and know? what's so wild to me too, is like, not only is her mom a nurse for 35 years, but her dad's a cardiologist. Like, so it's like, it sounds like you so, have a pretty right. set system that you should probably just have the baby here and then fly there. Right. Rather than and doing it just, it. It's just wild to me that they aren't like trying to talk her out of this more.
1: I think that they're just kind of going like she's gonna do whatever she wants to do and yeah. there's nothing that they can
0: do to stop it which uh, you know what I, I guess it. that's true I get but, it. yeah I mean but at she's, the same an, time, it's she's like, an adult she can make her own decisions and do what she wants to do but I would be telling her like flat out like here's the research like I would be like putting like pie graphs in her face yeah time, like death rate <laughs> Right. like you know here's, what i mean like some things
1: you need to know about yeah, what like, happens in Ethiopia i would just during be like nursing. sending
0: her articles every single every day. day Every day. being
1: like i'd be very concerned and it, it's not even like anything about necessarily like you know ethiopia or like how they do things it's just not being there like if my sister was to be yeah. in another country and be like giving birth yeah i would be freaking out the entire time I would I would be like texting her husband constantly what's going on where you know I mean like it that just it's
0: to me but not only that that, like to me like not like having access to epidural and not having access to blood and not having access to medication that they need like that's terrifying
1: that is terrifying
0: like that's terrifying like I know blood's not even always accessible here for right. when people need it but like i've never heard of like an epidural shortage i mean i could be completely wrong but like i never hear of like you know it could just be like whether or not they even have like
1: the the people around that are skilled to do it to, to to actually, it to actually do it all the time i mean we're it's the same thing as last season with um what's the name not rock what oh uh, they were in South Africa oh
0: Ronald Ronald, Ronald and Tiffany yeah and she, you
1: know she had the same issue she was pregnant going over there oh yeah but she went into that hospital and looked at it but and that's was what like, I'm saying is like she no. actually went in and actually took the yeah know, already, took the
0: time to look took at the, the time hospital. to figure it out and was like
1: this is not going to work for me and I'm I think that this girl doesn't have as much time to be like, no, nope, she doesn't. And then like she looks like she's halfway through her pregnancy. Oh yeah. I, I think that in he, the very first episode, they say that she's six months he, pregnant. Oh yeah. So yeah, she yeah. only has three months and then you can assume, I mean, you know, it's not like this is the next day. And then mm. the next day, this is over the course of months. Mm. So, I mean, if. I can only assume how pregnant she is. We know that she's at least six months. Right. And then she could be even further along during the filming of this one episode. Right. Right. And if that's the case, then she's going there and she's not going to be able to fly. No. Like you cannot fly after a certain amount of time. Right. So if she goes there, she she's might be not. stuck there. And that is something that I would be no. concerned about too as a family member in that situation. That's a nightmare to me. I would I don't think I, that you and I even like thought about that in the beginning. No, of, like, the I fact did that it. Gonna, she, she would be
0: shocked. Like she stopped. Like I just—it's a lot, dude. I just can't imagine like giving up um. I and I know this sounds like super like pro America patriot, but like giving up American healthcare system, right? But like that's what I know. And so that's what I'm comfortable with.
1: And ours isn't even awesome.
0: And ours isn't even the greatest. (laughs) Ours isn't even awesome. Ours is is not even the greatest. And
1: we have high, like,
0: death We do. And um... it's increasing. Mm -hmm. And, like, so, I don't know. The whole thing just really freaks me out. But I hope, amen, everything goes well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So last couple. Yazan and Brittany. That's
1: going to be, I think... Actually, I think that might be the actual shit show of, of the century. The yeah. Of the century. Of the century. At least for this season, I think that they are gonna be kind of a shit show. So um we know from the last episode that Brittany was getting ready to go over, um, and she is talking to her dad about how she's still married. And in this episode, um he is talking to Yazan is talking to his Father, mm-hmm. about how he wants to bring her, or that he's bringing her over, and his father is saying like, "Oh, as long as she has the divorce papers, we have to see the decree
0: saying right. that they're divorced." Well, not only that, but like on top, of like the first thing is like, "Is she going to comfort?" And Yasmin says, "Yes, yeah, oh yeah, is, she's going to." And I'm going to, I'm gonna, we're gonna do it slowly. And he was like, "Okay, that's what's most important. That she's not going to hate Islam." Is she going to wear the hijab? Yes, she is. Which I think she does agree to do. Blah, blah, blah. And then the last one is, does she have the divorce document? Yes, she does. And it's like, lie, lie, lie. Well, she's already said she has like no intention. She has no intention to Islam. So I don't know if that's something that she has not expressed to him. But she's expressed it to the TLC producers. That she has no intention of converting to Islam. And then um, she doesn't really talk much about the hijab. But as far as I can see... We've seen
1: clips of her in the future where she is wearing hijab. Yeah. So, which, you know, obviously there are some things that you have to do right in order to, like, you know avoid me right. and everything right. but that doesn't just wearing a hijab does not mean right. that you are islam no and the other thing too is that we know that she is still currently married and she doesn't have those stories. there are no the thing is that is her her dad his dad says in the episode as soon as she gets here you need to get married yeah and he's like yep we're doing that and she has said expressed that
0: she is not interested in getting married quickly. But apparently he has too. And so I don't know if he's just like playing the good son. And like trying to get his parents off his back. Or like he genuinely believes that like they will. But like I'm like dude you're lying straight up to your parents. Like you have no idea what this. But let's touch down. Oh, yeah. On the fucking
1: shit. at the airport That happens oh, as soon as she gets there. I love mess. I love it. I love mess so much. So trashy and we love it. Um, so she, she touches down. She starts to go to the car with him. They're all excited to see each other. He He has flowers. He says that they've uh, seen each other a total of like 40 something days before this. So they've got a little bit of time, a little more time than some of some of the other couples. Mm -hmm. Um, so she's going to the car,
0: the crew, the camera crew like meets them and she gives them hugs. Which, well, because and they have to stop and mic her up because she wasn't mic'd after the plane. So right. they stop to mic her up and they give her hugs. The crew gives her hugs. And as this is all happening, he sees inside her carry-on bag that she has a bottle of Patron.
1: Patron tequila. <laughs> and he
0: flips
1: out. out. He flips out. He is so upset. Um, he says that she's not allowed to be drinking there, that it's super not okay, that they can't be hugging and doing all that stuff. But he's like, he's like, F you, F her, F the Britney. The Britney. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he says. F the Britney. F the Britney. And then he goes, F you. And the camera guy is just like, or F, he goes, F, the is like, F, he goes, F, F, F me, is me F F F e? why F me. And he's like,
0: not F you. He was like, F No, F
1: but me. F me. F me, though, uh, because, you know, <laughs> I'm stupid. Oh, and God. it's like, wait a minute. You just backpedaled so Hard, dude. You're oh. like, fuck you. But then you're like, oh, but actually, I meant fuck me. But that's because like I'm he stupid. ends up
0: saying like drinking's not allowed. But she was like, drinking is allowed in Jordan. Actually, it is but allowed it's in Jordan. not allowed for for females. But I I'm don't know. It. We I've, don't know. I'm not. I'm not saying that for a fact. But I'm saying he had a major. Problem but he didn't it. want it. And exactly. his and his parents are super conservative. So whatever it was, she triggered him big time did not like it and just leaves her out there and goes like back to the car and she's just like standing there with like all of her suitcases and everything and I'm like this is so awkward like if this if this, if that happened to me I would be like bye like I'm calling my dad as soon as they get in the car I'm, he starts putting his hands in her face saying enough enough
1: enough, enough, enough. enough and it's enough, like enough. if somebody did that to me they wouldn't have a fucking hand anymore. no hands. you wouldn't have a hand no i'd be like nope and she even says i'm an american i have my own culture girl you knew what you were getting into coming right. here.
0: that's what you so, already knew that. that is what's so wild to me is like you knew his culture but at the same time you can say vice versa He knew her culture. He saw her on Instagram. He saw her online. In in his defense,
1: I feel like if you're going to the other one's country, then there are rules that you have to abide by. And you know, going to Jordan, that it's probably not okay for you to be hugging men and it's probably not okay for you to have liquor and it's probably not right. Okay. But like, And he told her, he says that he told her ahead of time that these were the rules. So if she wasn't okay with that, she should have said that ahead of time. But like my
0: big thing is, is like, okay, did she tell him like, was she misleading him? Like, did she tell him like, okay, I'm going to give up all this stuff. I'm going to do all these things that you want me to do. I'm going to convert to Islam. I'm going to be this way. I'm going to be that way. Yeah, how much of or, it was truth right, behind her or right, and not behind her? Right, 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 right. Because you don't know. Maybe he was like, oh, you'll be fine. You're going to be fine. I don't know. Because And they spent 40 days together. So it's like, I just don't understand. Like There had to have been mess way before this.
1: Well, like, absolutely. I, I mean, mean, he even says that she met his parents before. Right. And that she's promised them that when she came and saw them the next time, she would have the divorce decree. Right. And we know that's a lie. So I, I'm really curious to see what happens for the rest of the season. Oh, I yeah. really feel like in my heart of hearts that it's not going to be okay. They're the mess, yes. They are the messiest. I think that it's going to be the messiest of breakups as well. Um, if they do get married, it's going to be short-lived, just like most of our other couples that have had the feel same like, issue. I
0: like she's going to have to give up so much more herself than she's ever going to have to give up and that's just not going to work for her.
1: The thing is, is that she is a rapper, and she dresses however she wants to dress. Not, I mean, I'm not going to say like scantily clad or anything like that because personally, I don't give a fuck how you dress. I like how she dresses. I do too. I mean, if you have but, a
0: body of rocket, like,
1: but you know so that those at... things would not fly no, over no. in Jordan. <laughs> no. You know and that, especially because
0: his pants are so ultra conservative, and it's just not gonna happen. But anyways, it's 11:01, so. We're gonna wrap it up.
1: Um, okay, so next week we're obviously gonna be doing 30 day. We're still gonna keep on talking about some of the other shows that we've been watching. If you have shows that you would like us to watch, please, please, please comment on our Facebook under Trash Pandas, all one word, capital
0: T, capital P. Just like to eat. We would love to do some more true crime if you guys are into that. I love true crime. Same. I will dive deep. I'll Sometimes dive deep. whatever
1: reality shows you've got, whatever trashy shows. you've got whatever trending shows you've got even if they're fictional doesn't matter we just want to talk about anything you guys are watching anything you guys are interested in so make sure you comment on everything let us know what you guys are watching we'll comment on it too follow us on facebook Facebook. and we're going to start an instagram as well we'll start an email account we'll start that by next week and thank you so much for watching we love you guys